Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're talking about how you can calculate easy peasy your FERS pension. It's not a complicated formula. It's relatively easy. So you can figure out what you're going to get from all the time you've worked with the federal government. What are you eligible for? What does that look like? And what do you actually get net after all the deductions, after everything? How much do you actually get left with in your bank account every single month? in retirement. That's what we're going to dive into today. Now, if you are new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Hawes. I'm a financial planner who helps federal employees retire comfortable and confident every single day. And I absolutely love it. So here's the deal. Let's def define some terms. When I say your FERS pension, what I'm talking about is once you've worked with the federal government for enough time, you're eligible for quote unquote retirement. And along with that retirement comes a pension, which is a monthly check that hits your bank account every, every month for the rest of your life. That's what I'm talking about when I say your pension. However, just because you work for the federal government does not mean you're eligible for a pension or for retirement. You have to first be eligible to get a retirement. Okay, let's talk about what you have to do to be eligible for a pension. Number one, if you're a traditional FERS employee, a traditional FERS. So when I say traditional FERS, I'm talking about those who are not firefighters, uh, special provisions, air traffic controllers, law enforcement. You folks are what I call special provisions, okay? It's a little different for you, but let me start, start with the traditional first, okay? Most of you are traditional first. So, first and foremost, you have to hit one of these criteria, okay? This is the first one, okay? This is the second one. This is the third one, and this is the last one, okay? Here's the deal. You have to hit one of these to be able to be eligible for a pension one day. Now, if you want to jump right to the part of this video where I start calculating the pension, jump to that. You're welcome to. But first, we got to talk about if you're eligible for one, okay? First, what is MRA and 30? MRA stands for your minimum retirement age. If you don't know what yours is, it's probably age 57. But if you want to check, if you just type into Google MRA chart, you'll be able to find it. It's based on your birthday, but most people, it's going to be about 57. Okay. Now, so what this says is you have to hit your minimum retirement age, which is again, age 57 for most, you're 56 in some months, and you got to have 30 years of federal service, 30 years of federal service. If you hit that, Boom, you are good, you are eligible for retirement and a pension, okay? Next, if you are age 60 and have 20 or more years of service, then boom, you are eligible for a pension. Or if you're age 62 with at least five years of service, boom, you are eligible for your pension. So again, you just have to hit one of these and then you are eligible. You don't have to hit all three, just one of them and you're eligible. So as you see, as your age goes up, the requirements for years of service goes down. Okay. Now here is the last one right here. Minimum retirement age, MRA plus 10. This is a, a unique type of retirement that will allow you to retire earlier than normal. However, there's a downside. I'm not going to talk about it super in depth. Long story short, your, your pension will get reduced if you take this one, but you are able to get a pension right away. So if you want to learn more about this, where you can retire right at your MRA, so about 57, but with only 10 years of service, then there is a whole video I've done on that. If you just type into YouTube or into Google MRA plus 10 retirement Haws, my last name, H-A-W-S, you will find it and it'll pop right up for you, okay? 
But all, all four of these, if you hit one of these, you are eligible for a pension. Okay, you are eligible for a pension. Now, what if you are a special provisions federal employee? For you special provisions, you are, again, law enforcement, air traffic controllers, um, firefighters. You know who you are. You can actually retire earlier. You don't have to wait as long. So you can retire at age 50 with 20 years or 25 years at any age. Those are the requirements for you. You have to hit one of these age 50 with 20 years or 25 years at any age. Again, that is for the, the special provision folks, right? Law enforcement, air traffic control, firefighters, okay? So once you hit one of these, you are eligible for retirement. And then we can go to the step of, okay, if you're eligible, how much is your pension going to be, right? What are you actually working towards? So let me actually clean this up here. Let me get a nice clean whiteboard to work with, okay? So that we can talk about how to calculate your pension, okay? So again, the calculation is different if you are a traditional FERS employee or if you're a special provisions federal employee. If you're the if you're a firefighter, air traffic controller, law enforcement, it's different. I'm going to get to you, but I'm going to start with the normal folks, okay? The traditional folks. So this is how you calculate your pension. First and foremost, you take your high three salary, and I'm going to define that in just a little bit. So hang on. Your high three salary, you multiply that by your years of credible service, okay? Your years of service, your, your time in service, multiplied by your multiplier, okay, your multiplier. So again, high three salary, multiplied by years of service, and then multiply all that by what they call your multiplier. We'll talk about what all these things are, okay. Um, let's start with your high three. Your high three is your average annual salary uh, of the three years you got paid the most. So for example, for most people, the three years that they got paid the most during their career is generally the last three years of their career. It's not always, but it often is, okay? So let's say the last three years of your career, you got paid, let's say, um, let's say 90,000, then you got a raise to 100,000 the next year, and then you got a raise to 110,000 the next year. If, if that was the case, what is the average annual salary during this time? Well, you average all three of these out, and it's 100 grand, okay? You average all of them out, it equals 100 grand. So in this example, this person's high three would be $100,000, okay? Again, it is your average annual salary during the three consecutive years you got paid the most, okay? Again, it doesn't have to be the last three, but it often is. Okay, so that's your high three. So let's assume it's 100 grand in this example, 100 grand, okay? So next is your years of service. So whatever years that you have with the federal government, or you can also add time you bought back from the military. If you have some military time and you don't know about buying it back, I've got a whole video on that. Just type in again, military buyback to YouTube with Haas Federal Advisors at the end. You'll find it. It'll pop right up. It'll walk you right through it. Okay. So you put in your years of service. Let's say this person has 30 years of service. Okay. Their high three is hundred grand and they have 30 years of service. Okay. Last but not least, multiplier. So here's the deal. As a traditional FERS, your multiplier most of the time is 1%. 1%, okay? The only time your multiplier is not 1%, the only time is when you can get a bonus to this multiplier. And that only happens 
if you hit this criteria. If you retire from the federal government at age 62 with 20 plus years of service, then your multiplier goes from 1% to 1.1. So you get a 10% bonus to what your pension's gonna be if you retire from the federal government at age 62 or beyond with at least 20 years of service, okay? Again, your multiplier goes to 1.1 if that occurs, okay? If you retire before 62 or after 62 with less than 20, your multiplier is that 1%. So for many people, it is simply gonna be 1%. So let's go through and see what this might be. So we take 100 grand, we multiply it by 30 years of service, and we multiply it by 1%. And if we do that, we get 30, $30,000, okay? So this person's pension would be $30,000 a year for the rest of their life. However, we have to understand that pensions are not paid on an annual basis. They're, they're paid on a monthly basis. So you have, you'd have to divide that by 12 to figure out what you'd get every single month, okay? You'd have to divide it by 12 to get that number. However, one thing that is so important to understand is your net pension, your net pension. And when I say net pension, what am I talking about? Well, think about it. Think about what your salary is right now, okay? Your gross salary. If I asked you what you got paid, you'd say, oh, I get paid 100 grand or 150 grand or 50 grand or whatever the big gross number is. However, do you actually get that full amount of money into your bank account every year? No. There's a lot of deductions that come out. You got to pay for taxes and Social Security and TSP contributions and all these things, right? It's similar to what things are in retirement. In retirement, you've got to pay for things like your health insurance premiums. You got to pay for taxes and you have to potentially pay for survivor benefits. If you don't know what survivor benefits are, again, type it into YouTube, survivor benefits with my last name Haas, and you'll find my videos on survivor benefits, okay? Long story short, there's a bunch of things that come out of this before you receive it. So this is the gross number, but you're gonna wanna figure out the net number for you. Now, if you look at all this and like, oh man, this just looks like too much. I can't do it, it's too complicated. I've got good news and bad news. So the good news is you can actually go to your HR and ask a pension for a pension estimate and they'll run an estimate for what this will be for you. However, sometimes they make mistakes. Sometimes they don't have all the information about your career, if your records have been messed up, something like that, right? So it's always good practice to know how to calculate it yourself just in case they mess up. So you know what you're looking at when you're looking at their numbers, okay? So that's the good and bad news, but I hope that's helpful. If you have any further questions about how your pension's calculated or anything about your federal retirement, there's actually a link in the description below to submit questions. And we base our future videos off those questions that we get. So I hope that is helpful. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.